Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. I find it disconcerting. There will be an appropriate time and a place to review policy. What does this rapporteur even do? The liberals and conservatives want to play a political game and score points. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. You're actually sharing half of the story. Lies, 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 yeah. here, and it is time for Tom Gorski to join me, managing editor over Blacklock's Reporter, and uh, just watching Michael Chong give testimony to Congress in the United States. And uh, Tom, it's pretty pretty sad reality when the United States government has to start looking into our interference because we just don't really bother to. Well, cabinet was dragged kicking and screaming, wasn't it, to get into that public inquiry, but they're going to get it. Uh, the timelines were approved by the opposition. They're very tight timelines, so it's chop-chop. The uh, inquiry judge, uh, Hogue, from the Quebec Court of Appeal, has to get cracking. A final report is due by the end of February, mm-hmm. and I think that's doable. People think the fix is in. I don't think so at all. It's, this is all about documentation, because we know this was reported by the Canadian Security Intelligence Service. That's really the question. Yeah. There's nothing that that uh, Sam Cooper and others haven't uh, disclosed that was not known in the confidential files of the Canadian Security Intelligence Service, and they told Cabinet, and nothing happened. That's the key. Yeah, that is the key. Meanwhile, it is um, eroding trust, and I guess what happens with this inquiry will tell the rest of your story, but in-house Elections Canada research shows 13% of voters think our elections are unfair because of meddling by foreign agents. I, I don't think that's going to get um, a large majority of electors uh, believe that Elections Canada runs uh, elections fairly. The problem is, Tom, there's, you can't have just a little bit of interference. Remember the Prime Minister said it was just a little bit when he was trying to spin all his answers on interference. You can't have just a little bit. It's not okay. You, no, no, you can't. And, and, and that research that you mentioned, Alex, in-house research by Elections Canada, that's before they expelled the Chinese spy yeah. for tormenting MP Chong's family in Hong Kong. That's before the Commons voted twice more for a public inquiry. That's before we had the fake report from David Johnson, the special rapporteur. This, the whole thing exploded. So you can imagine right. what the next in-house survey by Elections Canada is going to show. That's not irrational for 13% on their best day. For over one in 10 electors to say, I think there's some fixing going on in my balloting because of monkey business involving foreign agents. That's a completely, that's not crazy conspiracy. That's absolutely rational. That's why they had to have a public inquiry nine months ago and they've been dogging it. Yeah, uh, so, so true. And I I would be, when's the next research coming out? We'll watch for that because to your point, I think it's going to be much, much worse. As will this get worse, a quarter mortgage, a quarter of mortgage handlers, so 24% now can't keep up with the monthly debt payments, and this according to CMHC, and barely half expect uh, the value of home to grow over the next year. And, you know, the, the reality is, Tom, uh, the CMHC, which is this agency, they're, they're the agency that wants to put in a capital gains tax or always muses about it, but um, 
they know this, but they're not doing anything at the federal level to actually help. Like they're not I preparing. Think they're paralyzed. No, yeah. I think they're paralyzed. I, I actually think it's gone beyond indifference. I don't think they know what to do, but they just can't come out and say that because they're paid to do something. There was an element to that survey you just mentioned, Alex. I thought was absolutely uh, chilling. About half of mortgage holders, this includes new home buyers and people whose notes came up for renewal, about half, almost half, 47%, do not expect their home to appreciate in value over the next year. Why does that matter? Because your mortgage payments just went from about three and a quarter percent to five and three quarters percent if you shop wisely. That's thousands of dollars a year. On a typical home price, I'm just going to use Ottawa and Carleton County as an example. That means your house has to appreciate $35,000 next year. If it's an average property, over the term of your five-year mortgage, it has to appreciate $170,000. Now, who thinks that's going to happen? And this is the danger. You and I know this because we've lived it, Alex. Mm -hmm. If people start to figure out their house is going underwater, they are paying more and more and getting less and less equity. That's when the dam breaches, and that is nightmarish. Kind of like when you start to see cities like Detroit. A lot of vacant houses walked away. But but here's the thing. Uh, it's not going to get better. And the thing is, in two years, there's going to be this mass rush of people who got locked into really low mortgages uh, rates. And they're going to be all trying to get mortgage rates on property that will maybe be the same price. But I can only go by Toronto prices. They'll always be expensive even when they're cheap. Uh, and there's no forward thinking on that. No, there's none. And this is why the premiers, you know, having heart attacks. Canada yeah. governor, yeah. Not, not to raise interest rates anymore. But he's already said, like, he has convinced himself they're now so far down the hole, they don't have a choice. You know, cabinet was not strong on economics. Can we just put that on the table? <laughs> this is not the prime minister's strong point. Well, he did say he doesn't, he doesn't focus on monetary he, he policy. You'll have to forgive interested. him. That was his quote. Not, exactly. Not interested in money. This is a big problem when you're the government of Canada. As you point out, when you are the main insurer for what, uh, approximately $2 trillion worth of mortgages, and when you are a predominant player in the housing market, you want to kind of pay attention to that. But what did they do? God bless him, Governor Macklem. He said he said to people, interest rates are going to be low for a long time. And that was the green light on variable rates. And a lot of people took him at his word. Borrow, borrow, and borrow. Who, exactly. Who's crying now? It, it, that was, that was uh, I, I don't want to use the word. That was really uh, almost cruel. Yeah, well, look, Paul, ever challenged him on it back in 2020. What if it goes to 2%? What if 2% was the big what if? And it's like, well, it's gone up 10 more times than 2%. They all laughed back then. So it wasn't like it wasn't um, you know, asked about. And then I think this is an interesting story of the Governor General, Mary uh, Simon. So she's blaming the unna- blaming unnamed media, so I assume that's you, um, for what she calls residential school denialism. And this is the unidentified media trying to control the story of Indigenous people. On this issue, um, which is contentious, Tom, the reality is while they have found the sites that they need to look at, to my knowledge, they have yet to find actual um, you know, grave sites. So we don't know yet, and if they're finished, their sites. But, but why would she weigh into this? I mean, it's one thing to say they found stuff and no one's talking about it, but they haven't yet found that evidence. Um, so who's denying 
stop. No, this is a big problem. I mean, cabinet has approved two hundred million dollars plus to First Nations to to solve this, to remedy this, to find those uh, those graves, and to uh, get them back to their communities. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's where we are. But you know what? If you're governor general, you're getting a big fat salary to go to the county fair and pat the cows and talk to school children and cut ribbons. It would, cheap, it would be a lot cheaper mind, if she did that. Thank you very much. Honestly, yeah. you never mind prescribing content for media that you you don't like, that you don't want don't want to identify. You never mind talking about who is in charge of the story. Mm. There's something wrong with Mary Simon. She spends a lot of money on silk jackets and flying to Scandinavian countries on the jet to give speeches about climate change. I thought this was a shocking speech by that uh, acting representative of our head of state. When have you ever heard the queen talk about media stories that I don't like? You know something? I don't think it's hard to be governor general. I really don't. You give inspirational speeches to kindergartens and you wave from the car. That's it. That's all we expect. There's something about Mary. There's something about Mary. (laughs) Nonetheless, the last thing we want to do is get the history wrong on this, but... Mary's not helping. Uh, Got to go, Tom, on that note. Very much appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. That is Tom Korski. So there you go. Again, got to get the history, but you got to get it right. Can't write your own history.